0: Happy New Year, Rock Church. Good to see everybody. God bless you. Uh, Welcome to the Rock Church. My name is Travis. I am the campus pastor here where I'm standing at Rock Church Point Loma. I want to say God bless you. Happy New Year. Welcome, everybody. Hey, you made it to the very first service of 2023. Come on, let's give yourself a round of applause. Thank God that you made it. I want to say hello to everybody watching online and shout out to Rock Church Chula Vista joining us today and everybody in the building. Let's greet one another. Come on, greet one another. Say Hello. So glad you're with us. Um, we are a couple weeks away from starting a new series, and you're going to hear the kickoff of that new series from our senior pastor, but in between then is the beginning of our prayer and fasting, 21 days of prayer and fasting, and I know you all can't wait to stop eating, right, because um, we all ate enough these past couple of weeks, but we're, we're kicking that off starting on the 9th. Everybody say the 9th. The 9th of January, we will be starting 21 days of prayer and fasting. Sometimes we overemphasize the fasting over the prayer. We want to make sure we're doing them both. And, and God told us there are certain things that don't happen unless you pray and you fast. And so if you're interested, you can text the word fast and download a free guide on different types of fast, different ways that you can fast, and that will prepare you and equip you for these next 21 days to a better, better new year. Can I get amen? Amen. amen. Uh, so come back next week as we kick things off with the prayer and fasting, and then on the 15th, we start that new series. Uh, I'm gonna pray for us today, and I'm gonna give you what I think is, is, a, is a New Year's-themed message that I think is gonna get us start started in the right direction that will really set the tone for your whole year if you're open to it. So you buy your heads, children of us to bow your heads, everybody joining online in the room, let's pray together. And ask the Lord to get our hearts ready. Jesus, we love you. And we're so thankful that you love us. We just got done celebrating the fact that you are Emmanuel, God that's with us. You're close to us. You're not distant, but you're here. We thank you. We love you. Holy Spirit, would you fill us up today with your word? Would you change us and make us more and more like the Son, Jesus? And so it's in his name that we pray. And everybody said together, good, amen, amen, and amen. So I'm sure everybody got some, some good gifts or maybe you got a gift or maybe you gave a gift or you saw other people get gifts. Um, there were a few gifts that required a lot of batteries. Anybody with me on that one? He just was like, man, I got, wasn't ready for the battery Amazon order that required making all my, my, my kids' toys work. But there was one that didn't require batteries. It was a, a little marble game. Both my daughter and son saw this game that required, that was a marble game and, 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 and his was a Mario Brothers themed Marble game. Not the video game, but it reminded me of the video game. As we're putting it together, there were different characters along the way of this little marble where you would lean it this way, lean it that way, avoid the different bosses. How many remember Mario Brothers? I wasn't much of a gamer growing up. I mean, I, I really tried. I tried to get into it. You know, in and, and, and my gaming days, it was like Techno Bowl and, and Mike Tyson knockout and and NBA Jam, and I don't know if any of those resonate with you, but that was the the furthest I went. I was not a gamer. I did not have the patience for it. But I did remember Mario Brothers, and this this little marble game reminded me of Super Mario Brothers. And if you you remember, um, every new level that you play and beat, you have to go through a new boss. You with me so far? To get to the next level, there's a a new boss. And And in church language, we say, with new levels comes new devils. And I know that's the case, and maybe you've experienced that, but as you played Mario Brothers, sometimes you would beat a couple levels, and even if you would die because you've gone a certain distance, it would save your place. You could die, but you can come back right there because you've made it to a certain level where it secured some new powers. You could fly, you could, you know, fireballs. It was like, boom, boom, boom. You bounce them off the ground into King Koopa and different people and the turtles, and I remember that. I remember that that was kind of the, the, the way that the game played. After a few levels, it could save your progress. And from that point forward, you were playing a new level and you, with your new powers, were on a new level. I believe God is calling every single person today at church to go to a new level in 2023. I believe God has that for every single person today. Come on, you can give Him praise for that. By faith, say, God, I believe that you have that in store for me. And so this message is for the person who's desiring change in 2023. That's that's just what it is. It's for the person that wants to grow, for the person that wants to go further. It's for the person who's believing for something they didn't see in 2022, but by faith your believing is possible in 2023. And your next level, your new level, doesn't have to be bigger, but for some of you it will. And your new level, next level, doesn't have to be more, but for a lot of you it may be more. But it definitely could be a, a new job. It could be a career change. Maybe your next level, new level is buying your first home. I, write a few th- I wrote a few things down. Maybe it's changing careers, uh, a new relationship. Come on, single people. are like, yes, Lord, in Jesus' name. I decree and declare my new level. She looks good, Lord. It could be ending a relationship. Maybe that's the level because you, you've been held back. you got to end that relationship, and that's the, the breakthrough to the new level. It could be I'm finally going to be generous with my giving. That's your next level. I'm going to apologize to my spouse. Maybe I'm going to start having more date nights with my spouse. Sign me up for that one. That's going to take my marriage to the next level. Maybe finally paying off that debt. It could be any and, and, and all of those things and more, but it's absolutely a new level. But how many you know that we don't just arrive at a new level in 2023? We don't just, we don't just drift there. Matter of fact, can we put up that word, put, put up that word drift? You see, we, we don't just arrive at a new level in 2023. We don't just drift. And I have a theory that 95% of people around you drifted in 2022. Just, just look at the person next to you. Don't give them that weird stank eye, but just look at them. And I don't, I don't have any data to back this up, but I'm just believing that everybody's Default is drift. You just go, go without direction, go without purpose. And here's what God's word tells us in Hebrews 2.1. It says, therefore, we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we what? Say the word. Drift away from it. See, God, God warns us because he knows that the drift is easy. You don't have to do anything to drift. You just drift the, the, the drift is off course. It's being distracted. It's having no aim, no direction. It's how you got in the relationship that you're in that you really don't want to be in. You just drifted. It, it's, it's why you're in debt, but you can't explain why you got there. Your finances just drifted. But in... 2023, I refuse to drift. I want you to refuse to drift. And so I thought maybe we just take a second in Chula Vista. If you're online watching in the room, why don't you turn to the person next to you and tell them in 2023, I refuse to drift. Okay, now turn to your other preferred neighbor and tell them the same thing. Say in 2023, I refuse to drift. Okay, now if if you're sitting by yourself, because I see a few of you had enough courage to come to church today and, and praise God for that, I want you to look at someone from a distance. I'm looking at my friend over here. I'm seeing a few more over here, maybe in Chula Vista. Just look at somebody in the distance. You may have to use your outside voice and look at them, find somebody, find somebody else and tell them in 2023. I refuse to drift. Come on, give yourselves a hand. We're not gonna drift in 2023. You can't drift into a new level, but you can, put the next word up there, you can shift into a new year. You, you can't drift into a new level this year, but I can shift. I can shift into a new year, that's, that's, I won't be pulled by the drift, I'm, I'm embracing the shift. I'm not drifting, but instead I'm shifting. The drift is off course, the drift is no direction, the drift is I'm just going with the wind, the drift is whatever they told me on TV, whatever the news said was hot, I bought it, that's the drift, but the shift is a different speed. The shift is a new gear. The shift to La Vista is a, is a, is a higher level, a, a new mindset, a new belief system. And so I want, I want to preach to you today from the message titled, Shift into a New Year. Yeah. Shift into a New Year, that's the message today. And I, I hope we all embrace the shift. And I want you to turn to Joshua chapter one. And I'm going to read about 11 verses. And I just kind of go line by line and break this down because it's a story about a leader named Joshua who wasn't always a leader, but he's about to experience, say it with me, a shift, a shift. Joshua chapter one. You start at the beginning of your Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua. Judges Ruth. I wonder how far you could go with the books of the Bible. Joshua chapter one, verses one through 11. And this is Joshua about to embrace a shift. It says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' is aid. And I'm gonna keep reading. I don't think we have it. But it says, "Moses Moses, my servant is dead. Now then, you and all these people, Get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be And courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So Joshua ordered the officers of the people. Go through the camp. Tell all the people. Get your provisions ready. In three days. How many days? Three days. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here. To go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. This is a great story because it reminds me and hopefully it challenges you to embrace the shift. And in 2023, your next level requires the shift. And so here's the shift, I wanna spell it for you, S-H-I-F-T. And we were in the back talking, is is, is S-H-I-F-T is that an acronym or, or, or an acrostic? And, and I think it's an acrostic, but that's some kind of foreign language for me. But I want to give you my points today with the word shift. And so you need to know that in 2023, that next level that God has, it requires these things. It requires a shift. And so here's the first letter, the letter S. The next level requires that you surrender your plans. You surrender your plans. That, that means that you just acknowledge that God's got some better ways. God's, God's got a better plan. And, In the very beginning of our story in Joshua 1, verse one through two, it says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of none, Moses' aid. Man, first of all, I'm the son of nobody, apparently, son of none, and I'm an aid. And God reminded me that I was the aid. But as it keeps going, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people, get ready. You see, that Joshua was an aide, that's what his job was. He, he, was, a, he was a good aide, he was good at his job, but all of a sudden Moses dies because while well, they were going through the wilderness and, and the people of God were thirsty in the desert and Moses said, God help me give him water. He, he told Moses to tap the rock that was there in front of him, he struck the rock and because he struck the rock, Moses couldn't go into this promised land. And so now Joshua, who was once the aide, who liked being an aide, who was the assistant, has a new role. And, and he's, he's getting promoted. And I imagine Joshua, based on what we read in the next nine verses, has some moments of doubt and insecurity. Talking about you know Moses, Moses used to do it this way and I, I've never done it like this before and I, I don't know if they're gonna follow me, I don't know if they're gonna like my leadership, I don't know that they're gonna do this or do that, and they're so used to this way, I, I don't know if I have what it takes, but a, a few weeks ago, a Sunday, I preached. The following Monday, I lost my voice. I preached just like you hear me now. And then on Monday, it started to go. And on Tuesday, it was gone. And Wednesday, I'm in meetings here at our church with, with, with our, our, my, my friends and co-laborers and ministry. And, and, I, and I sounded like this. And this was my yelling voice. I was trying to project the things I had to say. And everybody had to, had to lean in my kids were doing something wrong and I would be like I couldn't say anything and everybody had to lean in like you're leaning in right now to hear my voice and I I realized well, I was I didn't have my voice I had so many thoughts about me I had so many opinions about other people and who I should be and what I should be saying and I wanted to give my answers, but I couldn't do it. And then someone told me, no, this is from the Lord. He just wants you to be quiet and listen to him. And I think there's a lot of people that God is saying today, would you just stop talking about you and your opinions and your plans and all the insecure things that you think about you and listen to me and what I have to say about you. Here's what Proverbs 16:9 says, we can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. And I know there's a lot of people making New Year's resolutions, and those are good. I bet they're good goals, and you should make those goals and plans. But as you make your plans, just remember to make room for God to reorder your steps. Because this may be the season that he's getting ready to promote you, to take you to the next level. But it requires that you take The drifting season and then shift into the new season and that shift starts with saying, Lord, I will surrender my plans. As I make plans, I make room for you to do whatever you're going to do. I I used to be an aide. I was an assistant. I was this. I used to talk about myself in this way, but no longer. I'm getting ready to be promoted. I'm going to shift into a new year. Here's the second thing. If you're writing notes, your new level requires a shift. The letter S is surrender your plans. The letter H is we need the Holy Spirit. That's the power and presence of God. And in Joshua 1, 5, it says, no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you, nor what? Forsake you. God was with Moses, and then he tells Joshua, you're about to shift. And I, as I was with Moses, I'm gonna be with you. But, but what about us? And Here's, here's what Jesus tells us. Because God sent his son Jesus. We just celebrated that at Christmas. Emmanuel, God with us. But then through his death, burial, and resurrection, goes and sits next to the Father. And so Jesus tells us this in John 14, 26. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Um, um, early on, a few years ago, when everything shut down, and gyms were shutting down, a bunch of my friends were trying to stay fit by walking around neighborhoods and doing garage workouts and, you know, just five-minute abs and seven-minute abs and whatever we could do to stay fit. And a lot of people, I noticed, were, were posting their steps. Did you see that? People were, were posting their steps how many steps I took. And one of my friends was like, every day I'm gonna do 10,000 steps. I'm like, man, how are, how are all these people counting? Like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. How are, they, how, are they, how are they counting? Does everybody have a Fitbit? Am I the only guy that doesn't have a Fitbit? I, 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 didn't, I couldn't figure out. How are people counting all, all their steps? And I realized uh, on my phone, there was a health app. It's a big old heart. It's hard to miss. I missed it. And someone told me, no, no, no. If your phone's on you, it'll count your steps. In fact, as I opened up the app, I I realized, wow, it counts my steps, It, it measures my lateral movement, it knows if I've gone left or right or back or forward, it knows if I've gone up a new level, it measures how many floors I've gone in the last seven days. I've had an iPhone for years, but just found out about the health app. And I know a lot of people are thinking that's super basic. I can't, I can't believe you missed it. You just had to swipe, and there's the heart. I know. I know it's basic. But how much more basic is it that we have people who know God and people who love God and people who are desiring God but don't know that you have the presence of God, with the Holy Spirit? Yeah, amen. You, you know the Father. You know, our, our Father, and our, he's in heaven, the heavenly Father. And you maybe know Jesus, or maybe you've heard of Jesus, at Christmas and at Easter. But he's seated next to the Father. And so the only part of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that's here, look up here, is the Holy Spirit. The Father's in heaven. Where's Jesus? Seated next to the Father at the right hand. And Jesus tells us, but the Father's gonna send you a gift, an advocate. You have an advocate. You know what an advocate is? An advocate is someone who says, no, 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 I got it. I got it. Let me speak with them, I got it. An advocate is, you don't don't feel good, I feel good. An advocate goes publicly before somebody. You don't have the strength, let me lift it. You don't know what to say, I got it. An advocate is the wisdom when you don't have the words to say. An advocate is strength when, when you feel weak. An advocate goes before you when you want, you want to stay back. And Jesus says, you have an advocate. And if you want to go to the next level in 2023, you got to embrace the shift. And the shift requires that I lean into the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. Because he's with you. He's with you. He's with you right now. i got to know that. i got to just know that. So I've I got to surrender my plans. I have to lean into the Holy Spirit. Here's a letter I. i got to intentionally get into God's word. Intentionally, I'm in God's word. Not accidentally, not occasionally, not partially. And in Joshua 1, seven through eight, it says, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be successful to do everything that's written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. i must do a little survey. How many of you would say you're a buffet person? Full participation, come on now, come on, get ready, get ready, get ready, just, here we go. Chula Vista, lean in. How many would say you're a buffet person? You like buffets. Okay, we're not sure after the pandemic. You're like, I was before, but now, meh. Okay, you just buffet people, get the plate and food sitting under all those red hot lights. Zzzz. You figure out which one am I, I'm not a buffet guy. But buffet people to go and they get the plate and then they just, you know, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. A little bit of this. On Tuesday it was lobster. See me back on Thursday for the steak. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. But God's word, I know you know this, is not Golden Corral. It's America's number one buffet, at least that's what they said. But we've been treating it like it is. We've been treating God's word, and it's a little bit of not knowing God's word, and it's a little bit of dividing God's word and picking and choosing, and people have gotten in the habit of taking some of God's word. A little buffet. A little verse here for my relationship, but nothing for my finances. A little verse here for my job and my wisdom, but I don't wanna talk about my relationship status, who I think I am, my identity, but it's it's all God's word and part of the success in 2023 will be due to your commitment to all of God's word. You have to meditate on it. You gotta marinate on God's word. You gotta memorize it, consume it, get all of God's word in you. Why? Because your next level requires a shift. You see, the, the, the buffet style is how you drifted. The buffet, Golden Corral, Bible plan is how you drifted. I, I just, I got a little bit. I'll come back on Thursday and I'll find something I like, but I don't like this. Meh, I don't like that. But, but God tells us, no, no, you gotta, you, you gotta cling to his word. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful. See, part of the success is that you're in God's word. You know God's word. Keep the book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything that's written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. And so if you've been scratching your head going, man, I don't get it. I don't get it. I haven't been successful. I haven't put it together. Maybe it's because you haven't been consuming God's word. You haven't been meditating on God's word. You've been picking and choosing, but God says, no, 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 all of this is good. All of this is for you. Consume it, don't drift from it. You gotta shift, and the shift requires that you surrender your plans. You gotta know you got the Holy Spirit, the advocate for you, and you gotta intentionally get into God's word. Here's the letter F, the shift. The letter F is faith in the midst of fear. If you and I wanna go to that next level in 2023, I, I gotta I gotta be faithful in the midst of fear because it happened in the story with Joshua. And, and I wrote this down. Faithful in the midst of fear means that sometimes your next level can only be reached by doing what you know you should do, even when it scares you. Ooh. Somebody needs to write that down. See, faith in the midst of fear means sometimes your next level, your next season, your next breakthrough, that 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 new height, that new mindset that place that you believe is possible. You didn't see it last year, but I want it this year can only happen when you press forward in the midst of the things that scare you. In Joshua 1.9, here's what God says to Joshua. He says, have I not commanded you? We've already talked about this a few times. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. this week, we went ice skating. And I, we're not, for those that are online, maybe a different place than San Diego, this is not like, you know, Snow Valley. This isn't exactly the ice capades. We're not out here on skates. We didn't grow up on skates. But we went ice skating. My, my daughter was all about it. She couldn't wait. And so we went, we rented the skates, and we're doing our thing. And let me tell you, it was a whole situation. I'm just telling you right now. It was like watching baby deer on sticks of butter. Just, just a lot of this. A lot of that, you know, I mean, it was, it, was, it was a lot of like grown men hanging on the side. I'm chilling. You good? What's up, man? How you doing? Just clinging to the edge, trying to be cool. It's a lot of that. And then there was a couple of characters that were good. You know, there's always the guy that just moved from Canada and brought his NHL skates and his jersey, and he's out there, you know, spraying everybody with, with the ice, and there's that guy, and then there's the girl that... At 19 was the lead role in Disney on Ice and she's hitting triple Lutz and all these things and all the characters were there. And then I was seeing, I was seeing people with helmets and I'm like, oh, the kids got helmets. And then I started seeing grown men with helmets. I said, wait a minute, why, why does he have a helmet? Should I have a helmet? <laughs> Where'd he get the helmet? But I know, I know enough about ice skating to, to know that you don't, Look down at falling, the fear of falling you, you don 't look down at how cold that ice is you don 't look down at man, I may fall and hit that ice. I know enough about ice skating to know that that 's not the way to sink. I have to look forward to where I want to go, and as I look forward faithfully i 'm aware of what 's possible. I could fall I, I could snap a little ankle, I I could hit my head, but I have to, by faith, look where I want to go. In the same way in 2023, there will be things that scare you, that make you feel afraid, but God says, don't be afraid. He says, be courageous. He's saying, don't be fear, be courage. He, God's not dismissing fear. Jesus in the garden about to go to the cross does not dismiss fear. Father, if there's any other way, I'm sweating blood, I'm stressed, this is scary. So God's not dismissing fear. He's just saying, don't be afraid, be courageous. And by the time we get to Joshua 1.9, God has already told Joshua two other times. He says, in the beginning, be strong and courageous. We're not even talking about fear yet, but be strong and courageous. And then you jump two verses down and he says, be strong and very courageous. And then you jump down a couple more verses and he says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. You see, I will have faith in the midst of fear because the new level requires it. All the things that you're hoping for, everything that's worthwhile is uphill, but I will have faith in the midst of my fear. I will do it afraid, not because of who I am, but because of who God is in me and through me for the glory of his son, Jesus. And so I'm gonna shift this year. I don't wanna drift. I don't wanna just just go about things. I don't want to just get off track. I've been, doing that too many, I've been doing that too many weeks, too many days, too many years. My marriage can't do it. I, I, I need to shift. And the shift requires that you surrender your plans. Know that the Holy Spirit, your advocate, is with you. Talk to him. Speak with him. Know that he's your strength. He's your power. He's your wisdom. He's God's presence. He goes with you wherever you go. I got to be intentionally in God's word. I'm not just going to buffet style, pick and choose. And how come I haven't been successful? Because I haven't been intentionally in God's word. Don't go left or right from it. That's what God told Joshua. And then I'm going to be faithful, even in the midst of the things that scare me. And then here's the last letter and shift, the letter T. We're going to go together, not alone. Your new level is better when you go together. In fact, I would argue that your next level, your new level, your next season is only possible when you go together, not alone. The last couple of verses in Joshua and the story, Joshua now has heard the Lord, told him all about it. I was an aide, now I'm in charge. God, you're with me. I, you, wherever I go, you, you were with Moses, you're going to be with me. I'm going to be in your word. You told me that's how I'm going to be successful. He told me to be strong and courageous over and over and over. I'm gonna be faithful even when it scares me. And then in the end in in Joshua 1.11, God's told him these things and so Joshua says, go through the camp and tell the people, get your provisions ready. Three days from now, how many days? Not next year, not 2024 breakthrough. We're talking about 2023 breakthrough, January 1. In three days. Not next month, you will cross the Jordan right here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. Go to the camp. He tells his officers, tell all the people, get all your provisions ready. Three days from now, all of us, not just me, not just you, not just you, not just you, we're all going together. We will cross here. And go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. Um, where's Bernard? Bernard, would you help me out? Let's give Bernard a hand as he comes up. Bernard, I brought some yellow gaff tape. And by the way, Bernard serves on our safety team, and he's he's just a faithful dude. I love you. And I've just give me a, come on, give me a hug before you grab the tape. Come give, give me a hug. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Does he look handsome too in his hat? My gosh, this guy's got some hats. I told Bernard if he would come help me out today because if we're going to shift, that's good right there. Why don't you come back in so they can see us in the light. There we go, right there. At the end of the story, Joshua hears all these things and, and then he, he says to his officers, listen, we're going to go back in. You're going to go in and you're going to tell all the people that together we're going to cross right here. And so I just wanted to kind of visually mark right here. should put that down. Right there. And so, me and Bernard are are together. Here's why this is so important. Here's why your next level requires a shift. Here's why part of that shift is that we go together, not alone. Moses couldn't go into the promised land. But neither could all the other unbelieving generations that came before Joshua. Well see, this group of people is a brand new generation, a believing generation. But for 40 years, they drifted. They drifted in the wilderness. Joshua was one of 12 spies Joshua, Caleb, and the other 10. And Moses sends them into this promised land, this breakthrough place that God has for them. And these spies go and they come back. Ten of them have a bad report Bernard, this place is crazy. The people are huge. There's no way we're taking that place. I I know God said it. I know God promised it. I don't think it's possible. Joshua and Caleb come back and say, it is possible because God said so. All the other 10 spies go and begin to spread their narrative and spread their story and their bad report. You guys, it's not gonna be possible. They infuse that toxicity into this unbelieving generation. And so God punishes them and says, you spent 40 days spying on this promised land. You now are gonna spend one year for every day that you were in the promised land because of your unbelief. 40 years of drift. And this whole generation had to die off. And now the time has come. The generation is gone that didn't believe. Moses has passed away. And God says, now you will shift. But you're not gonna do it alone. And I know you got some people in here that are kind of drifty. We got some drifty people. So go get them. Link up and tell them, no, 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 no. Not next year, not in two months, not when you pay off all your, no, no, no. We're, we're, gonna, we're gonna shift today. We're gonna do it together. We're gonna link up arms and oh, I remember the 40 years and I saw what my dad went through and you don't know what I went through in this job. No, 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 we're doing it together. Get all the people. And, and, and in three days, we're gonna shift. And so I thought that, that maybe we could do that today because there's somebody that will never forget January 1st, 2023, the day that you got your life in order, the day that you took your life back, the day that you said, no, 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 I'm shifting. I'm so tired of all the drift. I've spent enough days, 40 days, 40 weeks, 40 years drifting. This is the year, this is the day that I experience a shift. So everybody stand up to your feet. Everybody stand up, everybody stand up. Because we're about to shift. Chula Vista, stand up with us. If you're watching online, I, w- I want you to, to get with us. And I want you to link up to somebody next to you. If you've got to go across the aisle, I want you to link up. If you don't know him, now you know him. Hi, Bernard. Come on. I want you to bow your heads and close your eyes. Jesus, thank you today for the shift that's about to take place. We thank you by faith, God, that we don't have to drift anymore. We don't have to wander. We don't have to go left or right, but we can shift into a new year. And so I pray today would be a game changer for somebody. Everything changes today for someone. And it may not be everybody, but it's going to happen for somebody. Someone will go into a new level, a new place, a new breakthrough. And as we read your word, God, we understand. We just got to say, Lord, your ways are better. I surrender my plans right now. So we do that together right now. We surrender. And Holy Spirit, we acknowledge that you are here. You're with us. Wherever we go, you're with us. You're our advocate. You're our strength in times of weakness. You're our wisdom when we don't know what to say or what to think. You're our power when we feel powerless. You're our hope when we feel despair. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're here. And God, we're going to be in your word, intentionally in your word, devouring your word, consuming your word, not just picking at it, Taking one, leaving the. We're going to consume all of your word, meditate on it day and night, and we're going to have faith even in the midst of the things that scare us. We will not be afraid. We will be courageous even in the midst of fear, and we're going to do it together, God. We're not going alone. We're doing it together, link, linked arm and arm, campus and campus, church and church, and we will be the people of God that sharpen one another. We will be the people that come gather together, pursuing you, celebrating and lifting up the name that's above every other name. So we bless. You. I pray that if there's somebody here today that needs to make that decision, they'll make that right now. They'll begin that relationship. Even right now under the sound of my voice, if you need to make that decision, to just say, you know what, my, my first step in my shift is to trust Jesus. Just do that now. Just in your heart say, I, I, I believe you Jesus. Come into my life Jesus. I admit that I've sinned. I believe that you died for me. I confess, You as Lord. Thank You, Lord. We bless You. We thank You. On the count of three, I'm going to say, "Amen." I want us to shift, and this represents the change that's coming. This is the physical manifestation of the change that's happening in your spirit, in your body, in your mind, your soul. All, all. We're not drifting any further. This is the shift. This is the year things changed. On the count of three, we're all stepping forward. I want you to take one step. If you've got to scoot back in your seat, if you've got to scoot back against the chair, I just want you to make sure that we're taking a step, we're shifting, and then we're going to praise God by faith, believing that what we didn't see in 2022 will come to pass in 2023. One, two, three, shift. Come on, come on, come on, come on, church. Come on and give God praise. Come on and give God praise.